Good afternoon. It's Chickie Fitzgerald. It's Friday, March 29th, 2013, and back by popular demand is Dana Steele today. This is going to be such a fun program. I, I so enjoyed the first time we talked to Dana uh, a couple of years ago, actually, now. And her new book is 101 Ways to Rock Your World, Everyday Activities for Success Every Day. Dana, welcome back. Thank you so much. You know, you and I had so much fun, and uh, it was just uh, it was so nice to hear from you again. So thank you for having me back. Well, you know, we always try to keep our eyes out uh, to see if our previous guests have published more books because, uh, you know, one of the things – uh, that we do is, you know, try to help our, our friends uh, succeed in whatever they're doing. And, and promoting authors is something that I just have so much fun with. In fact, my husband constantly asks me, uh, you know, are you still doing that show? You know, how many people do you have call in today? And I, you know, have to explain each time that we've changed the format and we now publish over Blog Talk Radio and our, our iTunes channel. And uh, But the bottom line is I just so love doing this, and it's because of people like you uh, that I keep doing it. So, Dana, tell us, uh, tell the folks who didn't hear your previous program a little bit about you personally before we uh, jump into your book. Sure. I always like to start off by telling people that I used to be cool a really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was, a, uh, I was a, a rock and roll disc jockey in Houston for about um, – Gosh, about 20 years and then went on to do a couple of years of talk radio and and then started several businesses, including the spacestore.com. My husband uh, was a NASA pilot and I got tired of people calling me asking me for that nasty astronaut ice cream. So I figured out a way to build um, an e-commerce platform, which became the largest of its kind in the universe, as we like to say, and found myself all of a sudden from rock DJ to businesswoman to being asked to speak about it and ended up writing a book called Rock to the Top, What I Learned About Success from the World's Greatest Rock Stars, and basically came full circle, not so much as a DJ, but now I, I travel uh, around the, I think the last time we spoke, I said I traveled around the country. Now I travel around the world mm-hmm. speaking about success using you know, the the great stories, my personal stories with the Rolling Stones and ZZ Top and Van Halen and Bon Jovi. And um, I, I can't say exactly who right now, but I'm getting ready to launch here in the next couple of weeks, uh, going to announce a, a duet of sorts with a legendary rock drummer. He and I will be doing a success presentation together on stage. Oh, how fun is that? Well, I have to tell you, I am involved in a new project, uh, actually down in Antigua, and we are building a $500 million resort that is adjacent to Eric Clapton's uh, Crossroads facility, uh, which, of course, is a, a high-end uh, recovery uh, resort, and we are likely going uh, to include in our project building out an amphitheater so Eric and his buddies can do concerts. So maybe you, you're going to give me another uh, avenue that in our, in our uh, five-star resort. Oh, see, resort, see, I've already we, got it. Corporate meeting planners, you absolutely. can you can see they can come do their meetings at your resort, and then we'll cap it off with this huge, it's like part motivation speech, part success strategy, part rock concert. So see, yeah, there you exactly. go. Yeah, Except we'll here, I'm not coming unless you have a golf course. Do you have a golf oh, course? It, we will have a championship golf course and, and with an, a yet unnamed 
golfer designing it who uh, just finally got back on top. Yeah, I'm really so, sad. I'm sad to say that, you know, I am now, I always thought it was a stupid game. I still think it's a stupid game, but now I'm just unbelievably addicted to it. Oh, wow. You know, I have not figured out, even if I did want to fall in love with it, how I would carve out the time. And I think that that's probably the barrier for most people. Well, Dana, let, let's let jump right in uh, to your new book. And, and I loved your first book because, again, there's so many lessons that we can learn from what is going on around us in our lives. And, and I always... Uh, knew that in my own life, and it wasn't until I took on this project uh, uh, as the CEO of this uh, enormous development that I look and, and see that it's for such a time as this that everything in our lives happen. And, and once you start looking at it that way and look at all of the different things that happen around you and learn from uh, you know your current business and your past business, that you can figure out ways to really rock your world. And you have actually come up with 101 of those. And I see that the foreword for your new book is by uh, Guy Kawasaki, and he's actually here in Tampa this week talking. I've got a friend who is going to listen to him. So uh, tell me about uh, about that relationship and, and how he came to uh, give you a, a bit of an endorsement by writing that foreword. Well, um, a good friend of mine, social media guru Peter Shankman out of New York, Peter had a party a couple of years ago at South by Southwest. I wish I could tell you that this is a really great business story, but it's not. <laughs> Peter had a party at South by Southwest. Yeah, but Peter's on, parties are legendary. Yeah, we, uh, we all say, my, my, might I say, imbibed somewhat. Um, you know, and unfortunately what happens at South by Southwest doesn't stay at South by Southwest. <laughs> to the point, uh, Guy was, Guy, Guy had this, the, the stickers he was passing out and it was, uh, he was having a contest on where's the most unusual place you can put the sticker. And somehow or another the sticker, um, oh, I shouldn't even say, it. well, it ended up on my chest. Let's just say that. And it was my covered chest. Um, and, and so, I don't. We just ended up being really great friends oh, after that. Um, my teenager went online after me. You know, people always say, "Do you have your teenager's logins?" I'm like, "Oh God, no, he has mine." So he, you know, he went behind me all night and deleted all the photos. Um, and oh, Guy and I have that. been uh, been great friends ever since. And um, and he's, you know, what he's just an amazing. He's an amazing speaker. He's an amazing right. writer. His new book, Enchantment, is. To me, it's the updated version of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And if you haven't read Enchantment, it's just, it's an amazing book by Guy. And when I told him this project I was working on, he offered to to take a look at it. And when he did, he said, you know, I love it. It's great. May I write the foreword? And, you know, of course you say, yes, yes, Saint Guy Kawasaki. I would love that. Well, what fun. Well, you you start the book off by talking about your daily list. Tell me about that. You know, I do. I'm a list person. I love having a list. And at the end of the day, and every time I finish something, I scratch it off so that at the end of the day, I've got, you know, this entire piece of paper that's scratched off. I had a program director once told me I needed therapy. And I was like, why? This is my therapy. At the end of the day, I look at it and go, look, I've scratched everything off. Um you know, I think a lot of success, a lot of what I talk about, whether it's in my speech or in my books, is they are simple, basic steps that sometimes we get so wrapped up in the complexity of business. We get so wrapped up in in, in what we need to be doing and everything that's going on that we forget the basic fundamentals, the foundation 
that sets any successful career. So, you know, people come to me a lot and say, how can I do this? How can I do this? How can I fix this? How can I, how can I make this successful? And I always go back to the first five things in the book, which is where the book came from. I wrote a blog post for fastcompany.com on the five things you can do every day for success. And it went viral around the world for over two years. It's still one of the most their most read blog posts of all time. And all I can figure out is that it just gave people a breath of fresh air. Five things. If you if you're not doing these five things, then the rest of it's going to fall apart. And they're get up early. And you would be stunned at how many people around the world, in so many different languages, want to argue with me on that <laughs> point. Um, so I like to say, you know, people say, well, you're you're a lark and I'm a night owl. You know, I don't care if you're a cow. Get up. Get up. Get moving. Get up before your, you know, get up before your competition. Get up before your clients. Get up before your customers. Get up. Read the read the news. That's the that's the second one. Read the news. Watch the news. Listen to the news. How can you do business? How can you know which direction to take your business if you don't know what the world is talking about and thinking about and working on that day? A perfect example is people who get online and immediately start posting and tweeting without looking at the news. Right. Uh, a, a, a good example is, it's a weird example, but it's the NRA, um, the National Rifle Association. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they whoever does their tweets for them didn't read the news, didn't look at the news, didn't watch the news, and got up one morning and posted, so shooters, what are we going to shoot today? Oh. And it was three hours after Aurora, Colorado. Oh. You you have to you know you you've got before you open your mouth or start sending emails or do anything, get up and see what the world cares about today. Um, the third thing was to to contact somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time, an old acquaintance, um, just and and ask them ask them three things. What are you doing? You know how are you? What are you working on? How can I help? It's not about you, it's about them. But just get in touch with an old friend, an old partner, an old, um, I, I don't necessarily advise an old boyfriend, but, you know, just. <laughs> but just, it happens. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I saw um, I saw an old, a friend's name on, LinkedIn is really good for this because, you know, it has those little connections there. I saw one of my uh, record reps, one of my music reps from the 80s. I saw his name on there one day. And this is a perfect example. I contacted him just, hey, oh my gosh, I saw your name. It just made me smile. What are you doing? And you know, we started talking and he he produces movies. And he said, you know, so what are you doing? I said, oh, I've written a couple of books and everything, but tell me more about you. So long story short, he said, well, send me the books. I'd love to see them. So I sent him the books. Next thing I know, he signed the movie option for my husband's novel. And um in fact, I was just talking to him this morning. It's it's out in LA with a couple of really major Academy Award-winning production companies. So Oh, how cool. We don't know if the movie's ever going to see the light of day, but it's been a it's been a really really fun experience. Um the fourth thing on the list was uh um I have to think about it a minute. Oh, send something to somebody who can send you money. It could be an invoice. It could be promised information. It could be um, 
Another good example on this one is I do a lot of crisis communication training with a, a large PR company here in Houston with their their oil and gas companies and their you know their their chemical companies that they work with. So whenever I see a crisis in the news and somebody's handled it well or they've handled it poorly or anything that I think they could use in their training, I'll copy the URL and send that to Tony right. and say, "Hey, you know, thought you might like this." Um he might not turn around and say, gee, thank you, I have work for you. But it just, you know what, it keeps you top of mind. Exactly. And the fifth thing is write a handwritten note to somebody. Find it, it could be a thank you note. It could be a get well. It could be a how are you. It could be a I love you, whatever. Right. Write a handwritten note to somebody. Because think of all of the, excuse my language, crap you get in the mail every day. Right. Everything I get in the mail is junk. It's just junk. And when somebody sends me a handwritten note, I can't wait to throw everything in the recycler and grab that and sit down and open it and see what it says. Right. right. It's just I, you special. Know, I remember we talked about that before, and, and that one really, really hit me. And, you know, I, I think it, that's one of those things that it's so easy to do and you know getting a, a pack of of nice note cards and stamps to put on them because I will write things and they'll sit on my desk for weeks because I think oh man I got to go get stamps I have you know, one that, of those what do they call it a vertical file folder whatever the you know right. stand on my desk the very last one has um steel media services cards it has some some rock you know, rock cards I put together with rock stars on them because you can go to like Vistaprint or anything or Moo cards to get these made. I also have just um, I'm real partial to the kids, the kid artist at Texas Children's Hospital, so I keep a a little package of those cards and they oh, sell those cool. at the grocery store. And like you said, I keep a thing of stamps, so there's no excuse. It's right there. I reach up and rather it's a you know. And then I just decide, should I send a rock card? Should I send a personal card? Should I send a, a steel media services? Right. It's not that hard to do. Right. So those are the five things you should be doing every day for success. And then people started sending me things. My favorite one was eat a piece of chocolate. And that literally, when I got that one, I went, oh, I'm writing a book because I want to put that in a book. <laughs> So I can well, and and the there chocolate. are the other ninety six things. So uh, other than chocolate, what are some of your favorites out of the other ninety six? Dare to be different. Dare to be different. Do something different. You know, quit doing it the same old way. Take a chance. It might not work. You might fail miserably. But how do you know? Shake things up. Do something a little bit different. People say, "Oh, well, it can't be done that way." Why not? I question things like that. Why not? <laughs> Um, examine a coincidence. I really, I really think everything happens for a reason. And, and I don't want to get into the whole karma metaphysical thing because that drives people crazy in business. But really and truly, I just, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And when I don't get a client or a deal falls through or I don't get the speech I really thought I was going to get, I don't fret. I just move on because. Right. You know, three weeks down the road, a year down the road, two days down the road, something will happen that I go, wow, thank goodness I didn't get that because now I have this. Well, um, and, and that's what I was talking about earlier, that that kind of for such a time as this mentality of 
of looking at at something that seemed inconsequential, not even recently, but you know, I, I met with a guy this week who has been a mentor of mine for a long time, and two years ago, he went from the travel industry to being one of the chief fundraisers for the Red Cross. And I thought, well, that's kind of a wild move. And then I started this company, Rock the World Enterprises, where one of my primary products is a travel booking engine for nonprofits to use to raise money from their donors. And I didn't even go to talk to him about that. We were talking about this new project in Antigua. And and he says to me, hey, what's going on with that? And, you know, here it is two years later. He's been in this job. And he said, you know what, I, you know, I've been here long enough now that, uh, you know, I feel I can carry this forward. And, you know, and I, I never even thought about it. But, you know, rethinking those connections and rethinking things that have happened in other people's lives. Um, you just, you really never know where these things are going to lead. And exactly. how wild is this? I just picked up the book and thumbed it open to to just have another tip ready to go for you. And, okay, this is weird. It's number 42, do something for a charity organization. Oh, cool. So, and, <laughs> and, and like I try to tell people, on any given day, there's thousands of charitable organizations that need your help. They need your money. They need your time. And And if you don't have any of that, you know what? You still have a Facebook or a Twitter page, and you can tweet something about them and put a link to their organization. Yes, exactly. I, in fact, I've been working with an organization. I told you I started this new radio show uh, on Friday mornings before this show called Uncommon Giving. And we every week uh, our, our executive producer, Patty Brinkman, posts that on a site called Philanthropogy, which is a place where if you have time or energy that you want to give to an organization, uh, it, it marries up individuals with uh, organizations that need their help and you know if you're a, a strat- strategy person like I am you, you can go and offer to do strategic uh, consulting or and you know those kinds of things are so easy to do and there's so many services that help you do that so I'm, I'm excited that that's one of them let's see what else how about do your homework that drives me crazy when people don't do their homework I am um... You know, I'm. I know you. I know what you do. I've talked to you before, but still, this morning I was looking you up. I was checking out your social media. I was looking to see what you were up to, and you know, it's just, it's really. There is no excuse for not being prepared these days because you can stalk anybody on Google. I mean, you oh, can exactly. You can yeah, find talk, everything. Talk to my fourteen-year-old daughter about that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, so. in fact, here's a funny story, and this is what led to this uh, this whole thing in Antigua, is uh, there was a guy who uh, is in band with her who asked her to go out for lunch, and, you know, she's 14, I'm saying, no way. Uh, but I, as I was looking him up, I found out his mother had worked for many, many years for Marriott Corporation. And, you know, through that, I learned that she had just finished building a resort in uh, in Tortuga, and and it led to a business opportunity if I hadn't stalked him on uh, Facebook. <laughs> and here I am disclosing that on, on, I know, uh, but no, it on really a radio is, show. No, I mean, we're joking that it's stalking, but it's not. You can right. you need it's to be doing. informed. And you know what? When you're informed, you have power. When yeah. you go into a meeting, I did a um, a speech for a large financial company about a year ago, and they, they had narrowed it down uh, to two speakers, and they flew both of us in. I mean, major corporation flew both of us in for the CEO to sit down and visit with us before he made his final determination. And 
of course I had done my homework. And at the end of the meeting, he said, do you have any questions? And I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm the kind of person who does a lot of research online before I meet with anybody. And I found your grandmother's obituary, um, Ruby, and it was just the coolest thing I had ever read. And I tell you, this man looked at me, and all of a sudden he relaxed, and he smiled, and he got a tear in his eye, and he goes, she was a twin. Her sister was named Pearl. And we sat there and talked about the two of them and what characters they were, and I got the gig. I got the gig. The other one may have been more of a, you know, I'm a pretty, um, uh, I'm not your typical business speaker, nor will I ever be, because um, <laughs> I refuse to conform. So it was sort of between me and this, you know, much more business-oriented speaker. Right, right. But I still say that's what that's what cinched the deal for me, is because I took the time to learn something about these people. And I genuinely was interested in the story. I mean, you can't fake it. You can't fake right. it. Right. No, you really can't. Let's see. Here's another one. Ask Number 39, ask someone you trust to step into your shoes. It, it'll give a good perspective on what you do. Ask somebody, uh, you know, somebody that you really trust, what do you think about what I post on Facebook? What do you think about what I tweet on Twitter? Um, how does my website look? What is my image? What do people think of me? What do I need to work on? Mm. You know, and most people don't ask those questions because they don't want to hear the truth. Yeah, I was going to say that that one's a bit of a scary one because you have to be prepared to do something about it also. <laughs> and, and then there's other things, very simple things like pet an animal. Pet an animal. I'm, I'm good on that one. Studies <laughs> have my shown cat that will, you... He will sit on my desk in front of me and stand in front of my monitor if I don't pay attention to him. <laughs> well, and studies have shown that when you pet an animal, your blood pressure drops substantially. That's why they've started allowing you know people to bring dogs into hospitals and retirement centers and right. and that sort of thing. So, uh, pet an animal. I just returned uh, returned from Abu Dhabi last week. Um, I go over there about every four months to see a friend. And we went to the Falcon Hospital. They really don't have dogs or cats over there. They have falcons. But it was fun to watch these people hold these. I mean, they're they're really they're predatory birds. And if you've seen them eat something, it's really quite frightening. But you, you watch these, wow. these guys pick up their falcons. And they love their falcons like we love our dogs and our cats. So, um Pet an animal. So there's there's just a, a couple of things that are that are in the book. Um, you know, it's just fun. In fact, and, and the book is the book was described by one of my first editors as you could do this for so many topics. You could turn this into something like chicken soup for the soul. And right. and so I was really flattered, and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then like three <laughs> more people, three more reviewers said this is like. Um, this is like uh, the For Dummy series or Chicken Soup for the Soul for the Twitter generation. Because it is, every single tip in the book is is like a tweet. It's like 140 characters or less. Some of them may be more. So um, real, real happy to say I listened, I paid attention. And I thought about those things, and it has turned into a series. And I'm I'm finishing up the final edits right now on... 101 Ways to Rock Your World on the Golf Course, 
We're doing one for college students. We're doing one for teachers. We're doing one for military families. Um, I know oh, I'm missing Dana, that's I'm, great. There's another one. I'm missing it right now. But, yeah, it's um, – and then we're also doing a city series, 101 Ways to Rock Your World in London, 101 Ways to Rock Your World in New York. So it really has become this monster that's taken over taken over my life. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I love the, the travel one. Uh, because, of course, travel has been my background for the last 34 years. Right, and it gives me a really good excuse to go, honey, I have to go to Paris. I need to do research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I just realized that about uh, about my project in Antigua, because, you know, we, we're going to build a world-class spa. So, of course, I need to go and visit a bunch of world-class spas to check them out. And, you know, of course, I'll need to uh, have to write those uh, write those off as a part Well, I of, would be more uh, than happy to grade the pedicures for you. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hot stone massage girl myself. See, see, we could do this stuff. We can do this. Good. Although it sounds like with your uh, many series, you're going to be uh, very busy for a very long time. Well, you know what? The whole the whole point of this, I I I, I sat down, I guess about a year ago, and and really thought long and hard, and finally wrote down what it was in a perfect world. What would I do every day? Where would I be? What would I do? And then I worked backwards from that and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I want to I want to be at home in my flip flops. I live on the lake, so you know we all look like homeless people on the lake. You don't, you know, you know, you don't do your hair. You're wearing ripped jeans or flip flops. And right. I I want to stay at home and write, or I want to travel and play golf. And it's like, okay, how do I do these two things? So I, I you know, I backed up from there and um, created the book series, but I also created yourdailysuccesstip.com which has really taken off here in the last few months. So every morning I get up and write a daily tip, and it goes to uh, thousands of people around the world. Oh, that's great. So there there are a couple of other chapters I want to just touch on real quickly uh, in, in this book. Uh, and one is about your biggest fan. Who are you talking about? Um, your biggest fan would be... I guess we're looking at the first book on that one. Your biggest fan is is... You know, it's your friends and your family. Those are your biggest fans. That's your biggest fan out there. And make sure you're including those people in everything you do. Sometimes, you know, we get so wrapped up, again, with clients and customers and business jargon and networking and going to happy hours and conferences. And we forget that the people that really want to see us succeed uh, are are those people that are the closest to us that love us the most? Your your significant other, your 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 relatives, your family, your your closest friends. Yet we don't tend to verbalize to those people when we need something. I need a lead. I need a con- you know. I need a connection. I need an introduction. I'm looking for work. I want to change careers. Those are some people that you verbalize to, and you never know who's in their network. Right. And then lastly, you talk about a daily success checklist. And, you know, I'm looking at at that being different from your daily list, which you start the book with, because it really is knowing what your destination is. Well, yeah, you know, I've got all 101 tips on the website. You can go to uh, 101waystorock.com. 
and print out the daily checklist. It's got, got all 101 ways to do it. But uh-huh. it's just, it's just, you know, when you get up and when I get up in the morning, I do those five things. But then I also make a list of what are my priorities and and what are the things that I need to get done that day that are going to get me where I want to be, you know, at that ultimate goal of playing golf and writing books in my flip-flops. Right. And, and, and I try to get those, what are the things, and I prioritize, and I try to get to those things and do those. We have to have a daily list, and you have to figure out what your priorities are and if you can write them down and have them in front of you, it really makes a difference. And then try to stick to them because let's face it, you get – and then I start getting emails from the schools and then somebody needs to know if I can do something for this and then somebody wants to know if I can write this and then can you write a guest blog. And you, you know, if I go off and I answer all these things, I do – I will say, you know what, thank you for your request. I'll get back to you. And then I have file folders within my email where – you know, I just put it in there and I prioritize. This is something that needs to be gotten to immediately. This can wait till the weekend. This can wait till next week. And so I let everybody know I got their email, I got their request, but then just put it away. Um, uh, for example, you know, personal things, finances, and uh, my oldest is getting married. I'm in charge of the wedding DJ. Oh my, I wonder how that happened. Um, but. <laughs> You know what? If I don't take care of the wedding DJ today, it's okay. The right. wedding's not till June. The DJ's booked. You know, the music list will change a hundred times between now and then because they're 24. And I just, you know what? That's one of those things that can just wait until this weekend. So, because if I start working on the wedding stuff right now, the rest of the day I'll be working on wedding stuff. Exactly. And and I'm not getting paid to do that. <laughs> so, in fact, I'm paying. So, you know, you move all that stuff and say, I'll get to that later. What are the most important things I need to do today? I'm I'm redesigning my website. Instead of being at danasfield.com, I've created this hub, 101waystorock.com. And under that will be, you can get to the daily success tip. You can get to Dana the speaker. You can get to... Steel Media Services, the consultant. You can get to my Fast Company articles. You can get to my books. So that is one of my priorities today. And, and that's more at the top of my list. Well, actually, the top of my list was Chicky. And then the second thing <laughs> on my list that. <laughs> is I need to start fixing the website. So you'll start to see a lot of changes there. Um, you know, the first thing I needed to do this morning was was outline the, the presentation that I'm doing with this legendary rock drummer. I can't wait to tell you. It's going to be so much fun because um, I needed to get the agreement to him and, um, w- you know, work on that. So, you know, figure out what your priorities are. What's going to make you money? What's going to make you happy? What's going to take care of the end result today? What's going to take care of the end result um, that you, uh, you know, where do you want, where are you going? And then stick and, to it. Yeah, and you know, and, and finding a method that works for you. I'll, I'll tell you, I I am not a traditional list maker because I've never found a tool 
that I'm happy with. And there are so many electronic ones, and, and paper is, is flawed because you can't really move things around. And so everyone who knows me knows that I am 3M's best friend. Because oh, I'm are you the post-it notes. queen? I am the post-it queen. <laughs> and my my office uh, in the office building that we sold a few years ago was so perfect for me because it had one wall that was glass block. And glass block walls are perfect for sticky note people because it gives you like an outline you know, to to uh, to structure how you organize them, and I do colors that mean different things. And so I'm going to go out and buy some green sticky notes so that all my things that can make money are going to go on green. <laughs> I love but, uh, that. Well, like my yeah. my partner in daily success tip, Jarrett, um, he's in his office. Every single wall is covered with a giant whiteboard. And, oh, I love that too. And I mean, he's constantly writing on these boards. And so it's kind of like you said with paper and pen. It can't be moved around, but, you know, right. it's whatever works for you. Paper well, and I've pen sticky notes for on me. My whiteboard. I've got sticky notes hanging on my whiteboard today. I am so going to find you some sticky notes. I am. <laughs> well, no, here's a new idea for you. you. You need to do a sticky note pad that has your 101 ways to rock the world, and each one is pre-printed. So that they there you go, or just do one that says your daily success tip, and you can write your own. And there stick them go. up. Oh, stealing the idea. Love it. <laughs> you can have it. It's my gift to you, Dave. Seriously, I was trying to figure out, do we do coffee mugs? Do we do T-shirts? Do we do, uh-uh, sticky notes. I love it. There you go. Well, Dana, I know you do a lot of uh, public speaking. And, and as you have said, you are, you are going to create a place on your <clears throat> your new site that allows people to get to your speaking uh, page. Tell me what your favorite thing to speak about is. Success. Success. That it is that it is so incredibly in reach for every single person, no matter who you are or what you do. It's just changing the way you think. It's right. not even changing so much what you do as it is changing the way you think. And so I love to use the stories of, you know, the rock stars I was around and, and the experiences and what I learned. But even better, I love to take those stories and then tell whatever group I'm speaking to how it affects their industry, whether they're insurance salespeople, you know, financial analysts, uh, travel agents, and dental hygienists. The, the basic tenets of success are the same, no matter what business you're in. Um and and I and I like to make people realize there're just some things that you can maybe hadn't even thought about that you could be doing. It's not rocket science, although I have talked to rocket scientists as well. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, you know, have. I bet your husband's introduced you to one or two of those. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, that's you know what? I love speaking to engineers cuz meeting planners always go they they're they're so apologetic beforehand, you know, it's a group of engineers. And finally I go <laughs> You know, I'm married to one, so I'm not in the least bit. Because they do. They they stare at you very logically. Right. And they take everything you say literally. Um, and, they you know, they really don't smile because they're concentrating so hard. And you learn. I, I've learned to speak to engineers, and I speak their language, and um, it doesn't bother me because I know. I know how they are. Um, but, you know, it really is success. I love to talk about success and um probably one of my most favorite presentations to do isn't a speech i call it the rock star interview 
and I'll either have three. To, there's usually three to five people. It's it's set up on you know stools or or high director's chairs right. with me interviewing these three to five people live in front of the audience. Um, most meeting planners get really nervous. Some of them are are brave enough to let me just wing it. Sometimes right. they give me pre-planned questions, but it's it's three to five people, and it can be the company's top salespeople, their top executives, their top customers, and and we talk about success, and we talk about what they do for success or what they're looking for, you know, in a successful relationship with a company. And it's you always learn something new, and there's always an aha moment, and it's just a lot of great fun. Mm. Well, that sounds amazing. So, Dana, uh, you still have your DanaSteel.com website, correct? Right, right. DanaSteel.com, 101WaysToRock.com, YourDailySuccessTip.com. I don't think I can buy any more URLs. I'm getting confused. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. And and I was going to say when you t- when told me you did your, your homework on me before you uh, got on the call, I thought, you know, and so now are you exhausted? Because I exhaust myself when I look at, at all of the different things that I've got going. <laughs> I get up at 4.30 or 5 every morning, and by the time I drop off, you know, the last one at school and – Sit, you know, take a shower and get dressed and sit down in front of my computer. I've already worked since 5 a.m. I've done the tip. I've done my right, five. Right. You know, I've done those five things. I've done the tip. I've, you know, gotten everything scheduled for um, the tip on social media. You know, I've fed everyone. I've dressed them. I've gotten them to the correct school. You know, I've done everything. At 9 o'clock, I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, and, and I have to uh, then close with... Tip number 100 and tip number 101 is turn off everything at night and get a good night's rest. And, you know, getting up early for me would take a complete change in habits of my night because I have gotten in the very bad habit of staying up until midnight almost every night. And I never used to do that. Um, but, you know, it's kind of my quiet time. So we'll have to see if I can flip-flop that around. And, and I have to also say, and I mentioned to you before we got on the phone, that a little over a year ago my husband um, got the job of his dreams. And uh, that that was all wonderful until I realized that what that meant is that he was no longer going to be my Mr. Mom, which he had been for almost 13 years. And so I had to start getting up and actually taking the kids to school. And and it hit me in doing that 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 was like the first time I had seen sunrises. I, I'm not kidding you. I I just had you know I, I'm sure there had been a time in my life when I had seen one. But we started taking pictures of the sunrise every day. And so this year for Christmas, I gave the kids a, a montage of all of these sunrise photos because it it signified that this was the first time I had really spent that time with them. You know, so anyway, I have learned uh, to embrace that part of the morning, but maybe I'll have to get up a little bit earlier and get my day started earlier. I like it. I, well, you know, you you have to, it's like the astronauts do before they go on a long duration mission. They start sleep shifting and they sleep shift over months, mm-hmm. just like 15 minutes at a time, start going to bed 15 minutes earlier and you do it every day. Um, to the point that, you know, I would like people to think I'm just this really cool hip rock chick after all these years. Um, so here's a, here I leave you with this visualization. I'm snoring on the couch with a glass of wine in my hand at like 830 at night. <laughs>
people say, do you want to go to a concert? It's like, I would love to go to a concert, but I will be sound asleep in the audience before the headliner even thinks about coming on stage. Well, that's number 99. Relax at the end of the day with a favorite beverage. Forget the snoring for a minute and go someone that you're close to. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, you know, well, success is not just doing business. Success is taking care of your health and your mental well-being. Absolutely. Well, Dana, it has been just amazing. I knew it would be when I when I uh, looked at my schedule today and saw that you were on it. I did smile. I have to tell you, you know, I do these shows every week and uh, I got the biggest smile on my face because I knew how even though I have an incredibly busy day of getting a, a business plan done for a client, I just was happy to take this hour out to spend it with you. Well, thank you so much, and keep me updated on the resort, because I will tell you, this uh, legendary drummer has played with Eric Clapton, so how fun would that be? Oh, it would be amazing, and, you know, we're in the early stages of the project, but, uh, you know, putting these things into our business plan will certainly help us secure the $500 million that we need (laughs) for the project, so it's been, uh, you know, just uh, amazing to have all of these ideas just kind of pop pop into my head as I reconnect with people I haven't talked to for a long time. So which number was that of, of the reconnecting? Because <laughs> I can mark that off of my list for today. <laughs> I think it's number three or four. I have to go look at it. But, yes, you definitely have to reconnect. All right. Well, Dana, I hope you have a, a marvelous weekend. And uh, let us know about your, your husband's uh, movie uh, as as that project progresses, and uh, certainly as you come out with your other books, uh, keep us informed, and uh, would love to have you back. Definitely, definitely. You take care. Good to talk to you. All right, Dana. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks.